Welcome back to Wed Locked and Loaded. Wed, 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 locked and loaded. You women. Do not lump us all in one category. You know so you girls, so you girls. And lie and stress the truth. You and try girls. to get us jammed up. First of all, I'm a whole ass woman, right? Think about no that. No disrespect. Sounds like it to me. So why can't y'all, why, what is it with men that they just can't walk away? Walk away. Depends how good it is. You don't want to give that away. So anyway, I am um, Daniel Laurent, and I'm holding down a fort because episode 37, I apologize. Correction. Do over. This is raw and uncut, so it is what it is. Um, so yeah, Daniel Laurent, <clears throat> raw and uncut, um, holding down a fort. Leah Nicole is, um, you know, <clears throat> doing her thing. See what that happens sounds, when you be lying? That sounds crazy. You see what <clears throat> happens? Yeah, clear your throat. I know. So, yeah, anyway. Hey, guys. Don't sound sweet. And gals. Your girl Leah is an f- absolute fucking mess. Hey, 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 watch And it. I just want to start the show off and just say that. And I don't need to get into full details. But but this past weekend, you know, yeah. So. um, Love matters. Because if I didn't, you know, yeah. So. I just need to get that off. So anyway, well, that's um, great. That's so, great. So so hey guys, that's how I say. Hey guys, subscribe, like. Um, I think we need to just be mindful before we start. You know, thank all the um listeners, subscribers, you know, commenters, sharers. Um, we appreciate it. We appreciate you. The following on Instagram is growing. Um, the following on Facebook page is growing. The YouTube page, I'm going to start actually digging into because I think it's important to have the episodes on there also because it's just another way of engaging and listening to content. Um, I myself listen to a lot of um, podcasts on YouTube, so it's kind of goofy for our stuff not to be on YouTube. So um, in the process of working on that. And again, just thank you, everyone. Um, What locked and loaded, you know what it is. Raw and uncut consistency is key slow and steady wins the race you know over six thousand downloads which is dope because people to my knowledge don't typically download podcasts they just stream them um so the downloads are dope i think it's over like 20 or thirty thousand hours of streams or something like that it might be more um so that's dope anyway um yeah, so there's a couple of things. So there, there's a clip that Leah sent, and she sends me, like, random shit just when I'm just trying to be productive in a day. And she just feels the need to share certain things. Some things I look at, some things I don't, because I just, I'm, I really don't like when people send me Instagram stuff and reels for me to, like, listen to and look at. I get kind of annoyed. Um, so there's one particular thing I looked at and listen to and i'm just gonna play a clip of it here so you all can have context and then we're gonna unpack it in our own way i want to be the best lover my woman has ever had you know what i mean and i realized that staying in that corner was not going to be it somebody's going to please her when i get up after having sex and leave she has to always go to the vibrator i had a partner that was like that for me i was like i cannot i was doing a countdown like fall asleep please you know what i'm saying and I had a partner that had to do that. I remember my baby mama, when I left one morning, um, I was going to the train station, and I get to the train, and I didn't have my Metro card. 
And I'm like, damn, I gotta go back to the house, get the MetroCard. And as soon as I open the door, you like, <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> right? And I didn't realize it's because she wasn't ever always satisfied. Like, sex was one thing, but satisfaction is another. When you say protection, providing, it's not just money. It's not just protecting from other people. It's from your own insecurities, uh, projecting your shit onto them, and limiting their growth because you ain't willing to go nowhere. You know? So I'm, I'm on a journey with her. So... So there's a couple of ways we can kind of dig into this. I think um, we can dig in from our perspectives now as a married couple or prior to, you know what I'm saying? Or even prior to being married, but we were together. Um, And, you know, you can answer however you want, Leah. I think being the best lover my partner's ever had, I don't know if... I think of it that way. I don't know if I've ever really thought of it that way. I think I care. I care enough to please you in every way, like before, during, and after. So that's important to me. I don't necessarily think about the best you've ever had. I think because the same way, and one may not understand the correlation I'm getting ready to say, but the same way I don't think about like, wow, I wonder from the largest or I'm from the biggest. Was it bigger than me? And I don't think about that because then it just turns into something else. Right. So instead of me striving to be the best, you know, I make sure that I do my best and be explorative, um, creative and just ready and willing. And I think when people are not that, that's when it becomes a problem. So if you're very stuck on your ways, whether you're a person where you like to be very, you know, routine and very boom, 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 and none of the warm and fuzzy and the touching and caressing, or you're a person where you do all the rubbing, touching and caressing, but then you never do the boom, boom, boom. And that's what your partner wants. I think you need to be liquid and fluid. Um, in those situations to really like be in tune with each other. Cause each situation in my opinion is different. Uh-uh. Each, each mm-hmm. sexual encounter is different. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, and so I, I would say, um, that again, here's that word communicate, right? Like if you like, if you know that you like a certain thing, then you need to be okay. And your partner is not doing that for you. You need to be okay with saying, hey, babe. Um, not like that. You can be like, hey, baby, listen. No, but whatever. Like, you should be able to communicate with that, with, with your partner and say, listen, hey, you know, remember that thing that you were doing? Whatever that was, right? Um, you know, that didn't feel very good to me, but we can try this, you know, like be okay with giving suggestions, especially if you already know what you like. But I think, um, do people though? Um, I think for the most part they do. Right. Mm, Most part. But, but here's, here's the great thing with that, right? Like, you know, you use the word explorative, or maybe you didn't, but something along those lines, like you can explore each other with each other and figure things out. If you don't know off bat, what you like, you know what I'm saying? And if you got to watch, you know what I mean? The little clips and things, then watch the little clips and things, (laughs) 
<laughs> and watched them together. Mm. You know, if your relationship is able to tolerate that, because some people are not for that and they feel away. I think having a discussion about what you think about porn or erotica is important because if you just kind of throw that on, there's an assumption that people know that like everyone watches it, but not everyone watches it and not everyone watches the same kind. Like you could watch. Well, so we're not going to get, yeah, we're not really going to get into all the things you can watch because people again can explore for themselves. But I will say like, again, like, you can't go into something super close minded when you're saying, you know, you're not doing this for your own selfish, you know, pleasure. Like if you're saying I'm doing this so that we both can have, you know, we both can have some enjoyment out of it. So we both can connect and be intimate and not just sexually, but just like, you know, not just physically intimate, but just, just creating the bond you know what i mean Mm. like you have to be able to have have conversations and be open-minded in order to to actually do that because otherwise what is it for i think a lot of times people you know when they are having sex like I, i think back you know what i mean like when i first when i first started like you know, definitely young, clearly, you know, well, I can't say all the people, not all the people, but I can't say the people wasn't experienced. Um, you know, I did have a few that were experienced, you know, way more experienced than me, but even still it wasn't, um, it wasn't always pleasurable, right? Like, was just doing things just to do, just to do it, you know, knew it was a natural thing to do, but it didn't always feel great. I didn't always, and, and, and by great, I mean, like, you know, when it was over, it was like, ugh, what, like, what, what was that? Like, people really like this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Cause that that wasn't it, right? Like you know, sometimes folks you know hump like jackrabbits, and you want them slow, measured pumps. You know them slow, measured strides. You know. Oh yeah. And do, if do if, they now? Yeah, man. And if and if you want them, you know, I'm saying them them long strokes. Jackrabbit ain't gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't going to do it. You not going to be happy. But meanwhile, the people that, you know, bust the load. And you yeah. trying to, you sitting there oh trying to God. figure out, like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? Well, so we got to be able to have a conversation. Like, hey, you know, I mean, hell, even me, even when you're in it, like, you know, if, if the jackrabbit is, is, you know, going to town and it ain't, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't what you like, you got to be like, baby, slow down. But slow down. Is the person, is the person open to it? I think that, I think that, um, you know, folks need to be receptive to, mm. um, constructive criticism 
when it comes to that. And it's okay if you don't get it right the first time. It's like what you do with with the information that was shared going forward. And that's across the board, not just in the bed, but like with that, whatever that information was shared, you should be able to move forward and, and, and figure it out. Because otherwise it ain't going to work. You're going to end up having um, your partner dissatisfied and having them having to result into using battery-operated devices or not, right? <laughs> they but is can... that a problem? Well, if, yeah. Like some, well, mm. It's a problem. It's a problem if it. What if, if your appetite is that strong, though? Like, what if your so, appetite so the is different, that? So the difference is the difference between not being satisfied and just wanting more. Like, there's a big difference between the two. Right? It is a, a big difference, but to the and other so we're person, speaking specifically about not being satisfied. All right, fair enough. So yeah, that's one conversation. The other conversation is sometimes. You know what I mean? Like you might that might be something for you. So in that particular case, like he they clearly did it. I, I'm assuming he did it that in the, morning in the morning. Right. Did he say morning? I don't know. But they I know did he it that morning because he left and went to work. He left to go to work and realized he didn't have his Metro card. But and I mean, turned he could have around. a night job. But that's uh, that's subjective. Whatever. So let's say morning. Right. So say he didn't have enough time to really do a full Monty and it was just meant to be or whatever. Well, so, so it, she wanted a full Monty and he wasn't able to give a full Monty. So maybe. So what it sounds like is like that's been happening. And yeah. um, I'm going to assume that they didn't only have morning sex. Right. And so like that's been happening. And but that was just the first time that he ever double back like and caught her and and well you know she wasn't doing nothing wrong well i mean you know but like you know like it i mean it happens <laughs> i love it it happens sure. you know um i think about what um like let's sorry now that i think about Let's go back to what you were saying in terms of um, not, you know, like, okay, a person has a larger sexual appetite. And so, like, they just want it more. Like, I've been, I feel like I've been on the receiving end of that part more than not being satisfied. And, and then we're speaking, like, as adults. Yeah. Um. Definitely not every time, but I feel like most of the time. So for like, for instance, you know, like when you're working out or whatever, like for some people, the workout um, gives some energy. Right. And for others, it relaxes them and, you know, want has them wanting to go to sleep. You know what I mean? So for me, it's the energy. You know, like I lock in, I get into a zone and like, you know, it, there are times when it, like it just feels like, you know, not because the job is not being done well, but like, you know, like it's just like I, be, I become insatiable. Right. Like, but I'm just and I'm wide awake and I can't go to sleep and I just just want more. 
So like that, I feel like it's completely different from um, just not being satisfied. Because hmm. that just says you ain't hit the spots. You came too quick. Like, ugh. like what? what the hell? But in that particular. Do we know each other? <laughs> but in that space, like you using other devices, that just kind of is what it is then. In which space? In the space of like just needing more, more, more to the. I mean, because sometimes it's just not, and that's that's so, and that's the thing like, too. Sometimes like, that's not going to be. You you require more than what your partner is able to give at that moment. Let me work, please. Let me work. True, right? Especially for dudes, like girls, right. I think have the luxury of just you know, unless you unless you um are a dry house. That's pretty. And tough. I guess. You know, there's things for that, but not everyone likes um at all. You know, so at all. Which I mean, well, never mind. What? What is going on now? Why do I keep hearing what? Um, side note, right as I made my comment about like having shit shared with me, I just had something shared with me on Instagram. Uh huh. Like, just ironically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who shared it? Doesn't like what difference does it make? Well, why bring it up now? That's the difference. It's it just makes. ironic that I had something so shared. So who cares? You you like to say who cares, right? Like so, but now I do. That who could shared be said it about and anything. what? Huh? What was shared? I didn't look at it. Who shared it? I don't it? like to. So who shared it? Yeah. That's my name. Who shared it? Okay. Cool. Now what? So we'll we'll look at it together when we're finished. We won't. We will. Leah, don't fucking screen my stuff. Yo. I'm I don't screen. screen yours. I mean, well, you inter you interrupted what we were doing to say that. So I just thought it was ironic. Who cares? Oh my god. <clears throat> I, I'm gonna at the at that moment it was not important for you to voice that. It was just one. It so was just like so now we're here. But we can move on. Yeah. yeah That's but... my name. Unbearable. So, um, but I feel like it's 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 double standards when it comes to so if you did something and did something like So if you if you were, you know, putting your best down and then you got up and laughed and then double back and and you heard like you wouldn't feel away. So is that lotion jerking or whatever cream? Is that yeah, is whatever. that the jerking yeah, sound? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well. You would feel a way. I think that um, it definitely would be worth a conversation. But I think that goes both ways, right? Like it goes both ways. It'll be worth a conversation. If I double back and I heard you beating your meat, like, hmm. But I guess the question would be, like, did you go down afterwards? Like, did you go down? Yeah, like, did it get soft? Oh, after you? Yeah. Right. So then it's like, okay, well, well, did you did you even release? Like, what's up? 
So I think like it's a little bit different, but I but I understand how you are comparing the two. But um So I mean we can go deeper into that, pun intended, but I think I think that was just an interesting kind of conversation. And the viewers can definitely view listeners, listeners, I mean, listeners can um can weigh in and give their opinions on it. Right. Um but you know, just so you guys know and have context, that's the type of stuff that Leah shares with me on a on a random Monday at ten in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so Oh my god. Just so you can have some small insight into um, so so apparently when the cam when when the recorder's off. So apparently, I think um, it's it's showing that um, like that you took that clip to heart, and so I will what? let you know. Wait. Yeah, you took it. You took it. Sounds like you took it personal. I didn't take it to heart. You it shared like you something took it with me that I just started off the show saying I don't like stuff shared. So right? what? So I don't look at everything that's shared. And so I happen to look and I'm like, oh, interesting. OK, well, whatever I share with you, whether you like it or not, you better look at it. No. Yes. Um, If you're doing. So- no. Leah. Yes. At one point or another during that day, you better look at it because I'm sending it to you, for, sending it you to you for this, a reason. This is, this is our thing. But let's, now, let's, let's now take- let me just say this. I found it to be an interesting clip. Mm-hmm. Right. And for me, the reason why I sent it to you, other than it being an interesting clip, was one, I wanted to get your perspective on it just in terms of how you think um, how you think that you um, you do. Right. Like. What rating myself? Um, I guess. And not rating yourself, just in terms of like, hey, like, do you feel like you satisfy me? Like, let's have a conversation, right? Because we don't, we don't talk, we don't necessarily, we just do. We don't necessarily ask these questions. Mm. But do people, well. I don't care what people do. I'm saying like, you know, when certain things strike me. We can though. I would have, I would have, um, I would have honest dialogue and I would take. I would take um, feedback and criticism, and I would give you the same. Okay. But I think that's typically just not not done in right. general. But then and how? People, everyone thinks their kids are cute. Oh, so let's leave the babies out of this. You know, people think that let's, they're let's, putting it down, and right, everyone is right because so what, what I think what happens is is that you take sometimes you take that old stroke, you know what I'm saying, from what you call it, and try to do that same stroke with you know, with the new one. And it's like, yeah, no. But I think, well, that's why they say different, different strokes for different folk. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess so. But there are some things that I think there are some universal carryovers, right? But then you got to like remix. You got to do the ditty. And do the, you know what I mean? But I think there are some universal carryovers. Um, You know. The act itself, yeah, right? But but also, here's the other thing, right? And so, like, you know, for females. Every woman loves, like, you to spit on their chest. Yeah, uh, no, they don't. You know what I mean? Like, no, they don't. Because that, so, nothing no. shows love. No. More than just, like. Yeah, no. 
Or like you lift their arm arm up and you spit in their arm. No. What kind of. Okay. So listen. You know what I mean? No. And then blow on it like like a soft blow. Like that really it like it it turns on senses that you're not even aware of. If you really think about it. So, yeah, I'll try that with you and see how you like it. Spit in my armpit? Yeah, and blow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what you think about that. <laughs> and we will be back to discuss the reaction. <laughs> okay? Since you won't be foolish and crazy. Nonsense. I can't. Um. See, now you're just messing me up. Oh, oh, oh. So, this is what I'm saying. So, like, with the female anatomy, right, like, you know, some feet, like, the cervix, you know, some female cervix can be tilted, it can be shifted, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, it could be, you know, some people can have a larger cervix than the next person, like, all, you know, their pelvic um, area could be shifted, like, so many different things go into it. Right. And so, again, like, you know, some 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 penises got a nice little curve to it. Captain Hook, as you call it. Yeah, man, it's not my terminology, but I do rock with it. Real hot girl shit. You know, that's actually like a defect that people like. It's really it's really not. It's really. No, it's an actual. It's an defect. It's really not. It's, it's a nice. decent. Well, guess a, what, honey? There is benefits to it all for some people. Yeah, you know? but so isn't so isn't a but a, like, a G spot thing like the people, the way it's yeah. Like the, you I'm know just saying. I mean? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right? Like some people. It's have, all good, but it's a defect. It's, it's, it's like bow leg. Like that's a that's that's a defect. Well, you know, c- come on, don't I'm, kill my vibe, okay? Or cleft lip. What? No, like, like, let's stop. Cause yes, they are may all be defects, but there are been some are beneficial. Some have bennies. So let's stick to the ones that have benefits. Okay, let's stick to the curved penis. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, I want to talk about the curved penis. <laughs> let's stick to the curved penis, as you tell your husband. So, so, okay. but I'm just saying. Listen. So here's what I'm You're saying. You're not having a ladies' night. I don't like but this is why we rock with each other right because we it's can not have, i don't do <laughs> i'm just saying we can clean have up. clean it no 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 this now. is why we rock with each other because we can have open dialogue like in reference to clean in it. reference to clean what we are up. talking about yeah so the I'm way, the way saying, you're framing it is if no. we're sitting at sitting at home Drinking Mai Tais, talking about curved dicks no 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 that's what it's it sounds not, like i think that's where you may have yeah. um, took it, but it's definitely in context to what I'm saying because you wanted to interrupt my flow and, and throw your two cents in with the other defects, like jumping back into it. Maybe it sounds like that. But mm. I was on a nice little, you know, roller coaster ride with what I was talking about. I bet you are. And now you just fucking derailed the cart, man. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Stop swearing, Leah. Oh, you're right. Le- I'm listen, so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So stop interrupting me. So I think it's going to be two. So it's going to be two swears per show. Oh. Right. And then when you go over that two swear per show max. And then what happens? Then you can either pay in cash or services. All right. So here we go. Right. By, by night's end. No rollovers. So this my point is this. Sprint. 
Okay, let's get back on this roller coaster. Let's. Um, but I'm not paying no money for nothing. <sighs> but um, but yeah, and so you know, like that all. That all plays a part in how you satisfy your partner, right? Like, you know, this in in the same way penises come different shapes and sizes and lengths is the same way um the vagina is what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing i just i just took a sip of the um makers <laughs> shit strong you don't boy. sip that well i guess you do but it's usually over a rock i'm no. Rock eyes. I know. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to, you know. So yeah, like you got to make sure that the parts fit <laughs> with each other, like they align. Like Tetris. Yeah, man. But and then when they align, and then when they align, you got to make sure. You know what I mean? Like <sighs> you got to make sure you 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 continue to place it in the right spot. Because you can shift things around. Well. So like not, slap it up, flip it, rub it down. I mean, not necessarily shift things around, but like, you know, sometimes you, you know, sometimes you got to move to the right just a little bit. Sometimes you got to move to the left just a little bit. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But, but that's where you doing it multiple times works, right? Because you need to like figure that out and get that, so, get yeah. that adjustment off. Well, here's the so other thing. So technically, if a person is like, you know, stepping out, the first time that they're with that person doesn't really count because they need to have a couple of. Oh, that's cool. They they need to have a couple of interactions yeah, yeah. in order to really yeah. see if it's gonna work. And yeah, fit. yeah, it sounds good. And so, um, no, think about no. Seriously. I don't want to. All right, well. Right, I don't want to. Okay. Um. That's fair. Because you're talking about stepping out, like, but but back to what I was gonna say before you said that bullshit. Um, you know, like that. That's why my my old model. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was single, it was it was always like three for the stripes, right? You get three chances to get this shit right, most of the time. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Because the first time, you know, we're definitely learning each other. Um, you know, people be excited and things happen really fast and, you know, so, you know, that won't be held against you. Uh, I, sh- I should say it wouldn't have been held against you. Mm-hmm. The second time I was like, okay, we learned from our mistakes. <laughs> like, okay, we can do this again. And if the second time is definitely, if, if the second time was a little bit better than the first time, you get you you know you get one more, hmm. and you better show out, <laughs> cause this is it. <laughs> no more chances if it's no good. Okay, don't call me. No. No. So you can't be friends after. Um, yeah, after a while, but like not right after because it's awkward, right? You think, I don't, I mean, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's awkward because because they feel like well, you know like if so if now person, if now we don't want the same three thing. Chances. Well, not all of them. They didn't all get three chances, but the people that um the people that I felt like you know had potential the best potential did so if like if i really liked them like it was like damn man i don't want this to be it like this nigga's mad cool so my stomach's turning because <laughs> if i do the math and oh I do, and i do, don't sit up here and try to count because again and i do like you know cleaves court right so first of all i never lived and we there we do like 25 times you know what so i'm gonna stop three you. each i'm gonna stop you because what you're not gonna do is that, that. Means it's 75 what i'm gonna do is stop you right there because it's crazy so here's here's again throw up my lunch yeah but again think about how long it took you to actually get some um, flag on the play my god Lee. so let's, let's let's stop please be respectful <laughs> let's stop Cause you was chasing this tail since you was fifteen years old, but you Leah. ain't get none until when? Okay. So next topic on the docket. Oh, oh, okay. Is, well, um, you ain't gonna make me out to be some kind of slut. Um, next topic on the docket. And big up to those. Yeah, we all need them. Um, I can't. Even, you made me forget. What was my? Okay, so we're gonna talk about. Well, you know what? So it, that kind of, what? It segues into your thing, right? Yeah, it kind of does. Um, kind of super important. And I think that, um, I think that it's definitely glossed over. Um, and it's woman's health, right? Um, I've been talking to, um, a lot of people who have, had fibroids or currently have fibroids um and the mess that it basically is creating for them right a lot of people ha- a lot of females have them and don't even realize they have them um don't want to necessarily say that it is genetic but but it is right like nine out of ten if your parent if your mom or your grandmother if, if there's family history of fibroids you to you know may possibly get fibroids they can fibroids can like wreak havoc on your body right like it can it can make you not want to be intimate because sometimes intimacy can be painful um i remember when i remember when i was first diagnosed with them like initially I was misdiagnosed with something else um and again like these things are not really talked about in our community which definitely definitely sucks right because you know if it were we would know what to look for the signs to look for and not necessarily ignore them but I remember and this might be um TMI, but I remember um, after giving birth to my second child, you know, typically like, you know, when, when we give birth women, we, we, um, we bleed, right? We bleed. Some people can bleed up to six weeks. Um, I know for me, I, after, well, right, right when it was time, by the time I got home, 
um, after giving birth, I had stopped bleeding and I didn't, and I breastfed and everything, you know, my, everything was checked out to be fine and normal. Um, and about seven months when my baby turned seven months, I woke up in a pool of blood and it definitely freaked me out. Went to the hospital, um, you know, they did a bunch of tests and um, <clears throat> I had been diagnosed with endometriosis. And that's when <clears throat> the lining of your uterine wall um, basically like starts growing on the outs like it just it thickens right it thickens um 23 and being told that I needed to have either a partial hysterectomy or a whole hysterectomy because that was going to be the only thing that fixed it I then went to um you know my my well he wasn't he wasn't my husband then but you know this guy over here he's like you know oh well that's not gonna happen like you know not that we were thinking about having more kids because we had you know we were new parents all over again right we had an infant like that's the furthest thing from my mind but he's like okay well we're not gonna do that we're gonna go and get a second opinion so he found me a doctor got a second opinion this doctor didn't say anything about endometriosis uh, what she did say was, mind you, the first doctor was a white male doctor. Um, This doctor was like, okay, well, you have fibroids. And, you know, what we can do is this, right? <clears throat> so, you know, it was like a change of diet. It was, and not that I was eating horribly. Like, again, I just had a baby and I, I was breastfeeding. And so I felt like I was paying attention to, you know, the things that I was eating, I did pick up a Pepsi habit, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But I did. I stopped drinking soda, uh, which, again, wasn't a super huge deal to me. Um, Definitely reduced the the juice intake. And things were going just fine. Um... And they end up shrinking on their own, which was a blessing. A few years later, we had our son. I ended up getting an IUD. And first five years, phenomenal. It's like, let's do this again when it's time to um, remove this one. Second time was not so much a charm. Um. Fibroids ended up growing. Super crazy. Um, like react. I don't know. I don't know. Now I feel like I'm going into too much detail. But anyway, the whole purpose is is to um, make sure you're good. Like if you are having intercourse and it's uncomfortable, if you notice that you know you bleed during or after um get that checked out because it's better to know whether it is something that can be fixed 
or treated versus just taking it as it's nothing. You think, um, so when you said like it's not talked about in our community, right? Mm -hmm. I think that I was going to interject and say something. I just chose it like I I didn't feel the need to to veer off. But there's definitely certain things that um, is not, spoken about in our community but the more I'm thinking about it in general I just think in general there's not necessarily a lot of talk of um health I mean when it comes to certain things right because I I don't know because we grew up in a community we grew up in 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 very similar communities Mm -hmm. right so I can't say what someone in Dover or Shrewsbury Port. Is that the place? Well, those are not our communities. Yeah, but I'm saying I, I can't speak to like what they may grow up hearing and, and right. learning. So, but like women's health, I think overall, I don't know. I don't know what information is put out in the sense of like what you know. But I think in our community, there was a, always a fear of going to the doctor, going right. to the dentist. Right. And so with that, like there, there would never really be those discussions. So, well, and so, so, so there are, right. So there, there is a, there was a, um, a fear of going to the doctors or the hospital. Right. And, and let's, let me not, you know, shy away from what I said. Right. Like my first doctor said I had endometriosis and the only way for me to um, stop the heavy bleeding was to have a full or partial hyster- a hysterectomy, period. Whether it was full or partial, right? <clears throat> and the second doctor, which was female, um, and she was not black, but um, she was a female and... You know, she did the same test that the first doctor did and 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 came up with a different diagnosis, right? And so, yeah, like for me, right? So like my mom, I'm, I'm my mother's only child because when she had, after she had me, she went on birth control, whatever they had at the time, um... From my understanding, it was something similar to the Depovera shot. And she couldn't have any children after that. It made her sterile. So it made her. Um, uh, what I'm assuming she is. She would be a high risk. No. So what happened was like she could, you know, like it, it, I'm, so they have pills for this now. Um, but I'm assuming whatever they did, whatever they gave her thickened her uterine wall, which made it hard for the eggs to, um, attach. Right. And so she, she ended up having surgery and, you know, they were able to, they were able to fix something. And so now she can conceive, right? However, she couldn't carry, like she would get pregnant and by the end of the first trimester, beginning of the second trimester, she would lose the baby. You know? 
And so, yeah, there is, there was definite, rightfully so, there was definitely, like, even for me, that's why I wouldn't take birth control for a long time. Because it's like, yo, this is what, not that I want more kids, but, like, I I have a direct link of, link of someone who was affected by this. And it happened as you were old enough to, like, comprehend all of it? You weren't, like, five or six. I wasn't five or six, not wondering like, oh wow, why, why is it my mother having another baby? No, that was no, the first thing like my mind. Her losing, her like, losing the babies, like absolutely. Were... And and when I say I didn't mean like a one time, like it wasn't a one off. You know what I'm saying? But you were like thirteen or or 10, I was, 11, 12, 13, I was 14. between thirteen and fifteen, and I, I was between thirteen and sixteen years old. And were you excited? Like looking forward to, um, I didn't have a feeling of, I didn't have a feeling one way or the other, right? Because I felt like it wasn't, she wasn't having another child for me. You know what I'm saying? Like for, because at the time, like, I, what are we gonna do? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what are we gonna do together other than me babysitting? Like what? What is there for oh, me to do? Oh, you saying what are you and the and the new and the child. child? Yeah, and the new baby. But you didn't. I mean, but some people like younger siblings have the. Oh my God, I'm having a. Or older I siblings. I feel like like I feel like that would have happened if I was. If it was a traditional type of. If thing. I was no no no. If I was younger. If I was younger. Um. Hmm. You know, I think now. You know, I'm like, damn, I, you know, it would have been great. You know what I mean? Like, the child still would have been 13 to 16 years younger than me. But, like, right now, I wouldn't be by myself when it comes to stuff stuff with my mom. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Well, on paper. Well, you, technically, you be, right? Like, Who knows? Exactly. Who knows? So. Who knows? Because that doesn't always. Yeah, it could have been me and. But, but hmm. what? So. So there's so, there's a bunch of different things that's loaded into. What you said, but one of the things, that can be pointed out, um, is the importance of advocacy for yourself. Right. And getting a second or third opinion. Correct. Now, with that being said, right, because I have seen examples working the dermatologist's office in the past where there would be people to come in and they have like a thick folder and they've seen nine different um, dermatologists about an issue. Right. And they like, all say the same thing. No. Well, for the, yeah, for the I most take that part. back for the most part. Yes. And this person is just not believing it. And, and, and there's some, um, I don't want to call her name, but uh, not the patient, but the doctor, she, it, there's some, there's some clinical term, um, I mean, you could just, for simple terms, say in denial, but there's something where the person just refuses to believe they whatever. They refuse to accept. Um, and so, you know, I think that some things can be excessive, just like anything. Like if you're, you know, looking for a mattress and you go to nine different places, you know what I'm well, saying? I think like three mattresses. is good. You go to three doctors or, you know. Two is decent also, but I think well, the I importance think... of going to more than one is important when it comes to your health, especially. Right. But you know what? I think that 
this is something I've never really heard spoken about, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's like anything. So like we thank God when everything is great. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when things aren't good, then we question God. Well, some people do. Some people, obviously like it's not, it's not, it's, it's a broad stroke, but when you're getting good reports from your doctor, you don't go to a second one to make sure. Right. But if you get, diagnosed with lung cancer then that's when you want to look at you see what i'm saying like do you think like we we i think naturally don't think to so here's what i also say to that right um i hear what you're saying and i i i hear i totally hear what you're saying right so like if if you get you know if all your your result your results um come back you know with um expected reviews then you you move on you don't stay stuck right but again you know referring to our community like if if you can get if you are a black or brown woman or man for that matter like I feel like it's really important for you to go to um you know to at least have one or two black or brown doctors right because there's just there's just certain things that like I feel like damn I don't even want to say um they they can relate to and understand about you more than they're culturally sensitive well that yeah but like so for for instance right um when I was when I was pregnant with you know our second child right I went to you know a doctor or whatever and um you know they usually give you the um what is it this the down syndrome and spinal bifida like there's a there's a test that you know lets you know whether or not your child's gonna have down syndrome or spinal bifida right and going back to my first pregnancy you know I took all the tests I did all the things or whatever and um you know they told me that my oldest was going to have down syndrome right just based off of this test now they wanted to do amniocentesis and you know for me it's like okay well I you know by the time those test results come back which is very interesting they you have would have already been in your second trimester right and so you do the amniocentesis which now is very you know it's very risky because it's putting a long needle into your placenta into the sac to withdraw fluids to test those fluids you know and you can either miscarry the chances of miscarrying are pretty high right um and then you know you wait for those results (laughs) by the time you get those results here's the thing like if your child is going to be born with, you know, Down syndrome, definitely not the end all be all, right? But it's gonna ha like you're so close to um giving birth, like at what like what what's what's the purpose? 
right? So I say all that to say is that like, so, you know, we got that test, told me she was going to have Down syndrome. I refused the amniocentesis because I'm like, well, I hate needles for one. Um, but I'm like, you know, what, what am I going to do with this information? Like what can really be done? Right. <clears throat> we went to all the genetic testing, this, that, and the next, blah, 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 blah. It, I don't even remember the results of those things. I do remember giving birth to my baby girl and the tests were wrong. <laughs> hmm. The tests were wrong. So here comes round two. <clears throat> um, and, uh, you know, my, all my doctors were Caucasian, right? <sighs> um, round two, I am, you know, at a facility where, you know, the the staff are predominantly black and brown, right? So the nurse is like, oh, you know, this test, because I was like, I'm not taking any unnecessary tests. Like, I don't need that stress because it was very stressful, you know what I'm saying, the first time around. And she's like, okay, well, you don't have to take this one. The results for black and brown people are not good because there is something genetically in us that gives altered results when it comes to this test. Wow. And it makes sense to me. Right? Hmm. So no matter what, it's it's gonna provide it's going to produce results that are not accurate. That are not or... accurate. Hmm. Um. Well, with that, you know, so one could take this sentiment and they're like, see, that's why I'll mess with white doctors. And, you know, but then when you have the other side of the coin of people not going to black doctors because they feel like they're not as good or as qualified. Right. Or smart. Well, here's the thing. You everybody's gonna have to pick their own battle, right? And I'm not saying that all white doctors are bad doctors. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that again, culturally, like the, the, the certain stigmas are there for a reason. Hmm. And you know, it is nice to be able to. So, like, the first doctor was white male, right? Second doctor was old white, older white, excuse me, older white female. Now, this is the one that told me that my baby was going to have Down syndrome. Hmm. Well, technically, she was the first doctor. But, um... And I remember I was like, when I checked out that hospital, I went right down to that department and was like, this is my baby. (laughs) (laughs) You were wrong. Thank you very much. And I didn't even go back to that hospital. I switched hospitals. Mm -hmm. I was like, like, that was very traumatic, you know? Did you feel like it was a conspiracy or you didn't get into that bag? Um... I'm not going to lie. Like, after having the second baby, I was like, yo. These, it felt, it felt like, 
And again, like knowing my mother's story, like it felt like, yeah, they like really trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ooh. Oh, this makes me so mad. Um, not traumatized. No, definitely not traumatized. But like, like, like it was a thing. It was a thing where like they would absolutely like make black people sterile, like oh. to stop pro, like stop the procreation. Yeah. And so for a moment, yeah, it was just like, yo, what was that? You know. But do you have so now, and you're not in a space of like creating you know more children but do you have a different do you have a, an appreciation um and respect for doulas especially in a case of of because obviously you're not alone in that and there are people right. on the opposite side that actually took that advice and right. did those things right you know what I'm saying? And, and, and they have no, they probably have no recourse. It just is what it is. It is what it is. Right. But like for people who are doing the home births with doulas who are from the community with cultural sensitivities and had their own experiences. Um, like, what do you say? What do you say to that and to them or to someone that is maybe carrying I would say, I would say, like, if I, if I had the opportunity, well, it sounds crazy, but, like, if I were to do it all over again, um, I, so I'll say this, I believe in, um, damn, is it modern medicine? Um, no, so Western medicine. So Western is, is like is, the regular. It's the hospitals and all of that. Um, I don't want to call it alternative. What what is it? Because it's some holistic. Holistic. Yeah, holistic. Yeah. Um, I believe in holistic. I absolutely believe in holistic care. Right, and I would, I would do, I would do it different. I would do, I would do it different. I, I did want to have a water birth. I wanted to have birth at home. Um, but, it, you know, it just didn't happen. Well, but you know, there's a, I mean, there's a difference between a doula and a midwife. Right. And I think a lot of times people confuse, confuse the two. Confuse the two. Mm -hmm. Or they merge the two. Um, but to my knowledge, I think that the midwives are more like overall, so like the medical care during and like postpartum afterwards and that type of stuff. And I think doulas are more, um, they provide like the emotional the information support. Bur like I think doulas are probably more um, culturally for us. And maybe I'm misspeaking. And you know what? To that point, I think I'm gonna reach out because I want to have um, I want to have a a uh, a friend of ours who is a doula, um, have her on if she would be so um, kind. I think that might be dope. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Let me let me bookmark that. But anyway, I I think 
you know, as always, I think sharing um, and being vulnerable in a space and sharing like personal testimonies is important because you never know, you know, it's one person that's listening and they're driving to work, you know, and they pull over and they just really like lock in and listen. And, and something that they hear changes their decision and their next trajectory, hopefully for the better. You know what I'm saying? I think right. maybe they can question um because we we I think doctors and again this is obviously a broad statement but I think doctors oftentimes have a god complex. Yeah, I think some and, some might, yeah. And and well, I even think it's more than some. And and when I say god complex, it's not so much extreme, right? Where where they're literally going around, you know, and you can use your your powers for good or bad. But a God complex can be, you know, taking their sweet time for their appointments and you have to wait for them because, you know, that that can be considered that or it can be on another level of, you know, I have your life in my hands and what I say you better listen to or what I think goes and how dare you challenge me. You have those extremes. But I think the way they may think about themselves, some doctors, most doctors, whatever, um, we also have this thing of looking at doctors sometimes as gods and as miracle workers and healers. And we don't necessarily want to question those entities and those people. Um, but you are your, your best advocate. Right. Um, and especially, especially, especially when it comes to your children. Right. Um, and doctors telling you something. And then you just take that. Right. And, you know, what's also common, especially in our community, is, um, you know, the 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 venolin, 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 retilin, with an R, right? Yes. Um, But, you know, putting putting kids on that like early or right. the um, what is the IEPs? Is that what I'm trying to say? I'm not sure. I kind of need a little bit more information. The, so IEP is a is um the learning individualized education plan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you know those like you know ADHD, the IEP. So the like IEP is things. not a so an IEP is itself is not a diagnosis. Well, no, I know it's not a diag, but it's in the sense of like your child has a learning disability. Well, your child has. So it takes. It's a little. It. It goes a little bit it's a little bit deeper than just that right like i th- the initial thing with with that with, the initial thing um is just the labeling you know what i'm saying whether it's autistic whether it's um you know has ADHD or ADD or whatever right it's it's the labeling but as far as the IEP like that literally you know it's it's more um, supportive, right? And so, like, some kids that, some children that have IEPs, they're not, you know, like, they just have, they their processing might be a little bit, um, a little bit different than, you know, the quote-unquote average child, right? And so, maybe you have to use less words, you know, they can still do the same work, but you know, when the instruction is given, you have to use less words for them to be able to understand what is expected for them to do, right? I feel like 
well, anyway, you can go ahead with your point, but I guess I understand where you were heading with that. But where can it set low expectations? No, which, the expectations can still be the same. Again, like they're still getting the same work. They're still expected to do the same type of work. It's just a matter of how it is presented. So, yeah, and that's that's assuming that the the institution is... I don't. I mean, one of the biggest things, and, and I when remember, I say presented, I mean presented to the child. Yeah, right? like, but yeah, one of the I biggest mean. things I heard was like setting low expectations and and mis and, and misrepresenting a child's capabilities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so they graded now on a curb. You know what I'm saying? And so I know that mm-hmm. that was one of the biggest things that I would hear from people right. against that, and right. they didn't want that on their children. They wanted them to have the opportunity to actually show and prove that you know what I'm saying right. and not so be I think treated. I think what it is is that um you know like we're thinking we we're thinking back to when um you know if your child had um a cognitive delay that they would be um placed in a separate classroom where they were not challenged and they were just you know basically they were just there Right. Sped class. Right. Sped. um, (sighs) Sub separate. And by, you know, for the sub separates, like, you know, it would be more of, you know, maybe it'd be more children that had um, major cognitive delays and physical um, differences. Right. How do you, you know, like, you know, like the curriculum for that particular class is definitely going to be different for, um, you know, a regular ed class, right? Mm. A lot of schools now got rid of, you know, their sub-separate slash sped classes, and now all the kids have been integrated with each other. And a lot of times you had children that had IEPs in your class and you you didn't even know it. Hmm. Right? Um, well, the goal is to not know, right? Because it's like it's private. Well. It's not like medical information, but it is. It's medical, definitely not right? medical information, but like it's private because that's what you want it to be. You know what I mean? But like kids, they don't care about that. You know These what I mean? Kids mean. I think kids if somebody are mean, knows but they don't. That you have like, I mean, if kids know you're getting free lunch, and you know what I mean, and it's actually like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyway, we, we you know, I, I I veered off a little bit, but I think Always um, know. what Leah? Huh? Huh? What'd you say? Tell me. I was waiting. Clown. Anyway, I was um, I was actually complimenting you. But I'm taking that shit back. You didn't even give me a compliment to I take was back. A, I was going to, though. So why don't you start with the compliment and then you can decide not whether you're going to take it back. So, as always, I think just showing vulnerability and openness to share um, is important and always valued. And, um, you know, I think that's what makes the show unique and um and special and honest and so i wanted to thank you for being um you know open to having that dialogue and and sharing yourself 
uh, with the people in that way. So, um, as always, you know, there's a couple of other things that we had on the docket, but it doesn't necessarily seem um, appropriate. I'm not going to say in good taste because not that it was crazy, but it doesn't necessarily seem appropriate to like pilot on um, after such a, um, I don't, I don't want to call it a heavy conversation, but I think a meaningful, um, filling conversation, you know, hopefully it's thought provoking and inspires further action in your lives. And maybe you to have conversations with your medical providers, um, and family members, you know, that's what the goal is. And the more we know, the better we'll be. Um, so I'll close out on that. And um, thank you, everyone, for listening again. As always, tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you follow us on socials. Um, Wedlocked and Loaded podcasts. Um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Again, the goal is by the end of this week for that to be up and fully functional and all that good stuff. And um yeah. Do you have anything, Leah? You have- I mean you definitely just like for really for real closed out the show. So how can I you know No, open I said that? you I mean you typically have like a seven minute monologue and then Oh like you'll shit. give like Leah's word of the day. Like just for once I had a, a I wanted to sound so okay like journalistic. And you did that. Let me have my And real, you did like, that. I didn't take that away from you. But no? I'm just saying like so since you knew you was gonna do that, then you should have just let me go first. Well, you had it more to get off? Always. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Um but but I but just to piggyback off of what Daniel was saying, um, listen, men you this is for you as well. Um, pay attention to your bodies. Pay attention to, you know, maybe that that sharp or even that dull pain that you might feel. Pay, like just pay attention. And what you call it? Don't be afraid to go to the doctors. Go to the doctors, advocate for yourself, let them know what you are feeling. Do some research. Now, that doesn't mean stay on WebMD and, you know, being self-diagnosing. Please don't. But, (laughs) But, you know what I mean? Like, do some research. Don't be afraid to get second and third opinions, okay? Take care of you because nobody else will. Tell me about it. And on that note, um, we will close what out. What is that supposed to mean? Tell me about Nothing it. at all, babe. I'm just oh, echoing okay. your sentiment. I mean, you take care of me and I take care of you. First you, part, I agree with. All you right, definitely so take we care will, of me. Um, but I take care of you. That, that's subjective. You wouldn't and, still be here if I didn't take care of you. What? Go on. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. I what? What does that mean? Just what I said. But go ahead, do you if close out? You didn't take care of me. I wouldn't be here. Right. Like you, living 
or um i would i'm not wishing death upon you what i'm saying what is, shit is that to say? what i'm saying is if you were not being taken care of you would not be here as in we wouldn't be together um i mean you bye boy not fully committed but i, I probably would like still i come said by you like, wouldn't be here I'll, I'll, you, there's no come by. We've already discussed this. I'll come by and like you know what I mean. Tap it a little bit. Yeah, no. <laughs> Step off and do my. You can thing. come by and mow the lawn. You can come by yeah, and I check would, on I your would kids. Mow that lawn, baby, for sure. No, you're not mowing this this garden. <laughs> you ain't touching this garden. I touch those tulips. All right, guys. Exactly. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see you same time, same channel. You know what it is. Well locked and loaded. Wet, oh. wet, locked and loaded. Can you give me some singing classes? You want better pipes? Oh, you, 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 you made it funny. All right, guys. We'll see y'all next time. You yep. sounded like, um, damn, what's that dog's name? Shut up, you fuck. You know that? You know, you know, know exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> what's his name? All right, guys. We'll see y'all next time. Tell me time. the name of that dog yep. first. I'll tell you. Damn, tonight. no. Okay. Tell me right now. I don't. It doesn't matter, man. Because you can't think of it. Oh, my God. That laugh was ridiculous. This is stupid. All right. Okay. All right. All right, guys. We'll see y'all next time. Pete. I'm here to snake your drain. Oh. Why? Come on in. I'm here to flush your pipe. Okay. Wet locked and loaded. Well, well, well locked and loaded.